midst. That we are yours. That you are ours. And Father, we pray, especially this morning, that you would make your presence real to every one of us. Especially those, Father, that come this morning with a, with a heart that's strained to fully trust you. We need to hear from you, Lord God. We need to know your touch. You came all the way from heaven to earth to claim us. Be with us this morning by the power of your Spirit. Give us that ordinary privilege that Wesley called it of all Christians to experience your Spirit for ourselves, that inner witness within us that you are with us, that we are yours. In Jesus' holy name, amen. It's not often that I read a prayer, but I've got a friend across the state, a Methodist pastor. Uh, It's prayers like these and hearts like these and partners like this in the gospel that uh, give me great reason for thanks. Listen to this prayer. If you hear it with a South African accent, you'll get it close. This is from my good friend David Player. He sends me Sunday morning prayers. Good morning, beloved Heavenly Father. We thank you, love you, bow in your presence today. We offer you our lives as living sacrifices this day. And ask that you will be pleased with and empower all we will do for you today. We surrender our plans, our preaching, our ideas, our vision for this day to you. So your will can be done more fully. You know that this, you know what this day holds. Uh, You know who will be in our services. You know what they need, what they need to hear and what they need to experience. Take this day and use it for your glory, Father. We are in awe of your greatness. We read in Isaiah 6 and Revelation 4 where you give visions of yourself high and lifted up, and we are amazed. Amazed the great and awesome God of the Bible would choose to know us, to love us, to call us to minister in your name. Let me read that again. Amazed the great and awesome God of the Bible would choose us would choose to know us, to love us, and to call us to minister in your name. For your glory, Father, you know all we have to do today. You need, we need your strength and your power to do it. Our wisdom and our eloquence won't carry the day. If you don't work in us, through us, and for us, nothing we do will be accomplishing anything of lasting value. Pour out your spirit on us today and give us clarity of thought so we aren't bound by our notes or our pulpits today as we preach. Give us clarity of speech so we say only what you want us to say and we say it the way you want us to say it. Give us unction today so our words are more than words. Let there be more power in our preaching today 
than we've ever experienced before. Let your word go forth like a hammer to break down strongholds people have erected in their minds so their thoughts can be brought captive to Christ. Let the word go forth like a sword to bring deep conviction into people's hearts so they are brought to legitimate repentance. Let the word go forth like a light to dispel the darkness in people's minds so they can see your glory in the face of Christ Jesus. Let the word go forth like a fire to burn away the dross from our lives so everyone will be made more and more like our Lord Jesus. Bless us today, O God. Make us strong in you and in the power of your might. Refresh us so we are not weary and we're well-doing. Revive us so we are fervent in spirit serving you. Fill us with hope so we're steadfast, immovable always, abounding in your work because we know your labor or our labor for you is never in vain. Draw us close to you today. We surely need your spirit, your power to preach, but more than anything, we just need you. Search us and try us. See if there's anything in our lives hindering our relationship with you. If there is, bring it to our attention so we can repent of it. Draw us closer to you than we've ever been. Let us abide in Jesus and bear much fruit for your glory. Bless every congregation today and let your presence be felt in a mighty way today. Let your kingdom come and your will be done in heaven. Gaiman for Christ, that is my prayer. Oklahoma for Christ, that is our prayer. America for Christ, that is our prayer. Wow. I know David has made a practice of 4.30 in the morning prayer for 20 years. The boy can pray down the fire. So blessed to have brothers like that uh, in the ministry. And I hope you heard the, the heart of his prayer, the thirst of his prayer was that we know Christ, the Christ that is chosen, chosen to know us so deeply. That's at the very heart of it. And today we'll discover that that's what Paul said was his driving focus. That one thing, he said. Do you know what it was? Knowing Christ. It never gets old. It never runs dry. It's always an adventure. But so often we, we lose our focus. Uh, I, I remember an interview I saw on public television one day of Gunter Gable Williams. Do you remember that guy? Big chest, you know, Tarzan-looking fella. He, he worked in the circus, and he, he, he worked with the lions and the tigers. You know, he was a famous lion uh, tamer. And he was asked if he had the choice of all the tools he works with in that ring to tame those animals and to keep them in line. Nothing between him and them, him being a meal but those tools, right? Uh, which of the tools would he pick? And, you know, he had a pistol, that he could have chosen, and a whip that he could have chosen. Personally, I would have gone for the bazooka. But, but you know, he chose the stool. And that had my attention. you got to be kidding me. A stool? Give me the big gun, you know. But he said a stool. He said a stool works most effectively because when a lion... Or, or an animal that, that, that is a, uh, an animal that preys on others uh, 
in order for it to attack, it has to focus, right? And he says, my surest defense is that stool with four legs. Because when that four, those four legs come at the lion's face, he's not sure which one to go for. And if he's looking at those four legs, he's forgotten about me. Right? I wonder if Satan has tamed the lions. I wonder if Satan uses the same strategy to make us toothless kittens instead of those so focused on knowing Christ that it inspires all that we are and all that we do. This one thing, Paul said, this, this one thing. If you, if you want to know the, the secret to your fire and your passion and your strength as a Christian, Paul tells us, this one thing, knowing Christ, who on the night that he gave himself up for us, gave thanks to you, our Father. And he took the bread and he broke it. This is my body, broken for you. Do this as often as you partake of it in remembrance of me. And after supper, Jesus took the cup. And he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he gave it to his disciples, and he said, Take and drink from this, all of you, for this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. So, Lord God, we pray that you'd pour out your Holy Spirit on these gifts of juice and bread and upon us, your people. As David said, Lord, we need you. We need your power, we need your presence. We need to know you personally this morning. So come, Holy Spirit, and renew your children. Renew our hearts, renew our vision, renew our passion for your kingdom. That we might seek it above all things. That you might add all things unto us. We bless you, Lord Jesus, God of the universe. We pray as you taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. We invite you to the table of our Lord.